Well, welcome to Bordeaux's podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and tapping in. And uh, today's topic is about life. <laughs> and um, I had to giggle because uh, when Ganesh uh, announced what the topic was going to be, I was thinking, how do you squeeze that topic into one podcast? Because life is just so vast. And for every single person that's experiencing their journey, that life that you're living is going to be unique to you. So one of the things he said was go general. And, uh, you know, we've had a few people come to us recently that um, were struggling with just changes. Like they're super, super aware, um, very, very conscious of um, vibrational um, sound, frequency vibrations, and uh, their wording sometimes is different. Like they might use a change of grid or whatever it is. So, you know, replace the words that we're using with whatever suits you and whatever you're familiar with. But always with us, we're working within particular sound frequencies. But one of the things that came up was, you know, when you're shifting in your vibration and you're aware of it, you know, you're becoming that new person or a different person to what you've travelled up until that moment where you're ready to shift out of something and into something else. You know, sometimes we wobble a bit. You know, we there's some elemental forces within our own consciousness that want to hold on in some way. Yet, the primordial self is sort of present. It wants. It's already in that new resonance. It's in that. Um, yet, you feel like you haven't taken that step forward. So we thought we'd address it. And by we, we mean specifically Ganesh, <laughs> because you know he's known as the the beautiful one that. Um, is it is at the beginning of all new journeys and gosh every nanosecond it feels like we're always on a new journey a new adventure but that's an illusion because really we've been on this one consistent journey just simply shifting in um, our understanding of how that uh, journey unfolds and that's not too dissimilar as when you become you know someone else you know a, a, another version of you but in a different way you know becoming uh, a new self and uh, But that new self, because, you know, as you're very aware by now, that we are multidimensional and multifaceted beings. And so when we call that becoming a new self or a new, new person or a different person, there's nothing really new. It's just maybe new to the experience in this earth. But really the resonances are, you know, in all those different dimensional frequencies. And as you bring, as different frequencies come into playfulness, that can be termed uh, a different self or a different person. And you recognize that sometimes it's in this, you know, the, the small details or the details that we, we come across in every day. Sometimes you might go to your wardrobe and all of a sudden you're looking at your clothes and you're thinking, they're not my clothes. <laughs> I don't wear those clothes. And it can be that simple. It may be something else. It may be that, you know, you don't resonate anymore with the car you drive. Maybe it's not even a change of car that you're seeking. Maybe it's something as simple as you prefer to walk, <laughs> you know. And there's subtle differences, but the differences that are creating an awareness that there's been some sort of shift, you know, in your existence, in your journey. But that's not exactly what we're here to share. We're here to share life itself and how the flow of life, it's constantly there and it's just a matter of us tuning in and tapping in in an aligned sensitivity. And what we mean by that is that 
Have you ever gone on a journey and you, you, you know, you, there's so much out there in quantum physics and in the field of um, energy that, you know, when you align yourself with abundance and, and the big thing is always about wealth. <laughs> Let's face it, it's, it's, it's everywhere. Everyone is putting on um, video clips on wealth and all that sort of thing. But when we talk about abundance, it means abundance in all that is, abundance in every uh, life experience that you you know you, you thrive in and that's where we're coming from with abundance and same with wealth because when you have that it it, it is it affects every aspect and element of your life and and you know when you get to a certain frequency the the whole thing about wealth with when it comes to money it shifts its dynamics and it's not that you don't utilize it or you don't require it on some frequency it's simply that it's not really a blimp on your radar and it's something that's not addressed so much in that what's out there in quantum physics although it is by some people um, discussed and shared but there's always a fear not by these people that are sharing it but certainly by when you hear, people hear that there's always that fear because the the thing that undermines abundance is the fear of not having and it could be anything fear of not having enough food on the table, fear of not having enough clothes to wear or, or a roof over your head, fear of anything, anything you can possibly think of. But when you realize that everything is abundance in all elemental forces and you really are in alignment with all those elemental forces, recognizing that they are what makes up your cellular structure, and it's something that nature has already embodied, it already understands, it already knows, not through an individual intellect, but through the symbiosis within the ecosystem and the environment that's actually created by nature itself. So for those of you who love nature and you've gone into those areas where it hasn't really been touched on a great scale or a grand scale by humanity, it's something that's still quite pristine and um, undisturbed you know, to a greater degree, although it's getting harder in this world to find those locations until you shift into a different frequency and then your your light body, you know, finds all those natural natural and nature spirits everywhere. But if you if your body if we talk what we're talking about is in a more dense structure, and we'll break this down because there's so many tributaries to what we're saying and but we'll come back to that and how it affects us in our journey as we shift from one grid or one frequency, and there's never just one frequency coming through within any tapestry or grid, there's infinite frequencies that are streaming as you shift and grow and as you go along the journey in the, as this new person, it's constantly oscillating and, and, and flowing. So back to nature, it's something that nature has always done in the Princeton areas where it hasn't been touched on a great scale um, by humanity, then the ecosystem is absolutely sublime. And for those of you and all of you who are listening to this to a greater degree, uh, are very attuned and otherwise you wouldn't be drawn to it and very aware of different frequencies. You just use different words than what we're using, but you get it on a different in a different way. So why we're mentioning nature when we're talking about a, a person's flow is that nature and when you're once you resonate within a, in a particular frequency, you recognize that your cellular structure in a human form, which is always shifting, and the understanding of what human is is now totally blown out of the water within the quantum physics neuroscientific understanding and really shifting perceptions 
of limitations, so that breaks down. But in an ecosystem, it's been doing that forever. You know, it understands, it has the internal impulses that if something happens to part of its, like a lizard, we use that analogy in one of our recent podcasts, when a tail drops off, it grows another one if it's lopped off at a particular junction within that um, autonomy or an anatomy. So an autonomy in that respect, which just means it has, it runs on its own, it is autonomous in the way it responds to something that then is severed from itself and then goes on to um, create another tail. And it's not only that, it's a snake that sheds its skin and, um, you know, human beings are shedding skin all the time, but we limit how we we interact and create ourselves until we recognise through quantum physics, and remember all those are just terminologies, but through an understanding or through just the... Um, subconscious and sometimes unconscious flow, just like your heart is pumping. But it goes deeper than that. Your body is so very primed in the source energy that when our mind doesn't create thought that creates a block, and that in itself is changing because more and more people are tapping in to the gamma frequency and beyond, and they go less and less into theta and, um, and really move within the gamma frequency for longer periods of time, even through, you know, sleep time or REM time within the sleep time. So how does that affect your alignment? Well, it affects it in a way that there's a, there's a sometimes this feeling where you can't quite settle within yourself, you know. You know that you've changed or you know that things are happening, but you, maybe you feel like it's not happening in the way that you had a preconceived idea of. So how do you shift that? You know, and pretty much everyone's going through that on some level, you know, where you're moving through something. And it's not only just something like changing a job or or moving into a different relationship or moving house or getting a new car or those material things. It's something that's very intimate and very personal for each one of us that's going through something. And for some of you, definitely it happens to this bit this body is that there's always this known timing or, or synchronicity where you know that something really major but something very intimate and personal is about to happen and there's this feeling like you just want to get there you know and that's where that thought frame of reference comes from you know don't wish your life away because you were so keen and eager to have it happen now when in actuality it actually is happening but the flow within the the physical consciousness within a cellular structure is still aligning to what's already happened. So we thought we'd share that uh, because we know a lot of the people listening, a lot of you actually, and certainly those who have recently come to us um, uh, to, to just open up because sometimes sharing something with another, even though you know what is and what is going on with you, sometimes by voicing it out loud or sharing it with another one who is in non-judgment of any sort of change or shift because you're sharing it with people who are aware of uh, you know, cosmic consciousness or quantum physics or whatever you want to call it, it's all the same anyway. And that's constantly shifting and expanding and understanding anyway. But saying and expressing it, you really can tap into what is then really wanting to ground itself within the cells. 
And for us, we always uh, re you know, highly recommend that you go into your non-breath. And sometimes it's the way of tapping into that, and some of you go there straight away, just even as we said it, you went straight there. It's that state of pure presence. Others will find it easier if you just go through that phase of pranayama breathing, which helps you elongate your breath and takes it the breath right through every particle of your, your conscious awareness, and therefore allows more space into your environment. And as soon as you go into ether, which is space, you feel the light particles in your body disperse. You can actually feel the unlocking of the mental picture and understanding of a dense structure. So you look in the mirror and you see the silhouette and you see the infill of your body and you know your, your facial features and all those sort of things. But when you come into space, you actually lose that gaze you know, you know, it's it's not so prevalent, and you become simply space itself. And you know, even as we say, we ourselves are taking a deep breath because it really illuminates and aligns a flow that's so natural and so gentle and so kind on the cells that you'll want to be in that space all the time. And that's where we're talking about when we talk about get alive or enjoy your life or um, align to your life. That's the sort of thing we're moving into and that's certainly where we, we flow within our Buddha hub. It's certainly where we're working with the bees. So we'll go on to share something that we're working with the bees and it's something, you know, there's so many wonderful people opening up to beekeeping and, um, you know, people that have never found time to go into a garden. Obviously, they're now getting more in, intensely or intensifying their desire to either grow their own food or or dabble in it or, or, you know, play around in their garden a little bit more and become playful because that's something that's so important to a person's well-being is to remember what it is to be playful in your journey. But the bee um, project that we're working on at the moment in the Riverina district here in Australia, and it, it's, it really came about eight years ago. And the reason why we're sharing it now is that Right now is just the perfect time. It's like now or never uh, to get it to get it all going. But we, you know, because we in sound frequency of vibration, there's no separation from form. So a bee can communicate to a to another frequency, and it does all the time. It's how it's cross pollinating. It's how more than one type of bee can go to a, a flower and not encroach on each other's energy or energetic streaming and can tap into the nectar of those flowers um, in perfect harmony of one another. And that's something that nature has always able to do. We just often haven't understood it. So about eight years ago, we had a, a bee, and it was a drone bee, that came to us and uh, wanted to start a project with us. Sounds a bit off the wall for those of you who don't hear nature in a, in, a, in a tone or voice that you may not currently understand what it's saying. But for us, this is, this is something in it that is so normal for us that we're more likely to listen to the tone and the sound waves of things to get an understanding of something rather than use the English language. So this body, its native tongue would be English. You all around the world will, will speak something, you know, wherever you're coming from would be maybe a different language, but globally, English is, is something that most people have an understanding of to greater or lesser degrees. But for us, not even that really. We tend to totally understand different sound waves. And so that's really how we communicate with everything. 
And because our preference, we tend to prefer to spend a lot of time with nature, purely because it's so joyful and because our symbiosis with them or synchronicity um, is perfectly aligned. So we had this drone bee, back to the story, so we had this drone bee come to us about eight years ago, as we said, and eight symbolises the infinity, so it's an infinite journey. Uh, but it was eight, and it said to us, asked us to help it cross-pollinate two plants, and one of them is a... Um, a native, uh, which is a midium berry, and it has a, this plant has a very, very tiny berry, and it is an edible berry, but it's so tiny, and thank goodness, because otherwise people would try and commercialise it, but it, it's a project that it, the bee requested not to go commercial with, and surely as this uh, unfolds, this journey unfolds, there'll be a greater understanding as to why, but sometimes the importance of pollinating and Nature has been cross-pollinating for a long time and way before people understood the whole process and are still trying to understand the process from a nature's perspective. But this bee wanted to cross-pollinate a blueberry plant, a cultivar, and this uh, beautiful um, native plant, the midgen berry. And just recently it sort of came back and visited after a long sabbatical of not being around us and said, right, now's the time, it's now and ever, let's get, get with it. You know, obviously not in those words, okay? <laughs> but certainly it was that strong vibrational tone. And for those of you, this is too much, you know, you know what to do, switch the button off, but we'll keep going because we are really talking to those of you who are interested in really connecting to yourself through understanding your own frequencies, but also understanding how those frequencies, as they oscillate, really tap into the source energy that is nature itself. And so that's where we're coming from it. So maybe that would help some of you that we just picked up on that we're thinking what the you know what. So, and this, this isn't only with the bees. We do this with trees and plants and, you know, coming from a, a situation that we've placed ourselves in where, uh, in, in the horticultural world, where names, uh, botanical names with the Latin names are all the go, uh, and we just really don't use them at all. It's been an interesting journey to look at adapting to embracing those terms when it really doesn't resonate with us. And, you know, we know the importance of when something resonates, it's easy to pick up on, isn't it? It's really easy to understand and relate to. You can relate to something that you resonate with. We have no resonance <laughs> with these Latin names whatsoever. And one of the things that came, you know, was, became so obvious as we were uh, attuning to where the whole, you know, that industry was coming from, is how many names of plants have actually been called after people. <laughs> it's, you know, it's interesting, but because if you tap into the vibration of the plant, they don't ever use those botanical names and they don't ever take on board the name that's, uh, that someone's given them based on another human being, not ever. So this was where we found it a little bit tricky to um, feel the, the comfort level and the the tuning in to those vibrations. So we'll see how we go with that one. We'll stay tuned if you're interested. But some of you might be going through that. Maybe you want to go to a nursery and you want to pick up a plant and you're trying to find out what plant to ask for and there's so many different common names and that's why the beautiful botanists and horticulturists, um, you know, all the botanists name these plants. But 
one of the things that you can do if you're interested is to tap in to yourself first. And we recommend start with the breath and start feeling what it is to fill your own space you know, which is the vastness. And as you feel your own space and how, whether you feel really enclosed or whether you feel really expanded and you can actually get that sense of space within you, and we know all of you listening can, otherwise you definitely wouldn't be finding us here in Budai. But what you can do is then listen to your frequencies and start, as you're spending more and more time with nature, you'll start to clear out between what is between your two ears and, you know, it used to be a, a, a running joke with people, you know, that person's got nothing between the ears. But actually, to have nothing between the ears is a blessing. It is so wonderful because you've not got this accumulation of stuff going on or these constant neediness to, and that's not a negative, but that neediness to add in or infill. You're t simply space within that area where you can tap into your source energy based on soundless-to-sound -sound frequency vibrations. And in that, instantly, when you're really in that understanding or flow, you can actually understand what nature's saying. And it's really a beautiful experience. You feel this incredible warmth, this incredible sense of gentleness, the feeling of being still within. But not only that, you don't feel this need to rush everywhere or push, push, push at anything. You know, if you know a lot of the time in society we're rushing here or rushing there or um, pushing back at something, you know, striving, always striving, you know. Um, but without that sense of stillness as we strive, we, you know, that's sometimes that what, what occurs. But in this connection, you just feel this openness and the solar plexus just totally surrenders to the, to the flow of existence. So tune in, we'll be doing more podcasts on that and we'll do some exercises with Shiva and other, other, other beautiful frequencies. And just remember when we're doing that, you're your own source energy that's tapped into the direct source. So as we share something, your own energetic stream and connection and however you are with that will find your own pattern. And all we're doing is sharing something that triggers something else within another to connect. You know, but Ganesh loves doing these shows. <laughs> but back to life. So how does that bring it all together in your daily life? Well, becoming space, giving yourself that opportunity to resonate as in a sense of space really calms and fortifies your limbic system, nervous system, and endocrine system. And in that, you start to become very aware of all the neurons, and we're not saying the gazillion that are being um, created moment to moment, and some are just being let go of, but you become aware of the vibration around your head, you know? And it's exciting, it's, it's, it's something to, you know, it's exciting because you become more aware of how easy it is to just remain in the flow you know, everyone can have goals. It's wonderful. It gives you something to look forward to, you know, whether it's getting a puppy or, um, you know, I don't know, going on an adventure of some kind, whatever it is for you, you know, who are we to fill your adventures in? But just having something that you're tapping into and just being present and starting to feel that vibration ripple out to bring what it is for you towards you and that you can openly tap into it so it becomes effortless manifestation. 
So that's the main thing we wanted to share. We wanted to, um, well, Ganesh in particular wanted to share that understanding because it was a trigger by someone who was uh, shifting her grid and it was also something that was coming up that uh, she was wondering what was holding her back. And it was as simple as going into your non-breath, breathing much, much deeper so more space could come into the solar plexus and then free up the heart centre that was a little bit apprehensive and felt it had to protect the rest of the body um, from any emotional turbulence as the changes were happening in a person's life. Sometimes it is that simple. But just recognising that, sometimes we just lose sight of that. So give it a go. If you're feeling a little bit wobbly or a little bit um, out of whack or you know out of your centre or not feeling the sensitivity of your epicentre and feeling the core energetics of your being, or maybe you know, you're struggling in some other way that you want to change who you are and what you're about and maybe you're not sure how, it's always a wonderful thing to really tap in and trust yourself because trusting yourself is just a gift. It is such a beautiful gift. And with so much out in the world, including what we're, we're sharing here, there's so much out there. And while everything is wonderful and it's putting out there to be sourced by anyone who feels the resonance of, there's no greater source energy than the one that's directly connected to you for your own journey. So something to ponder in your readiness. And then it's wonderful that so many people are out there just putting it out there to see maybe whatever someone is putting out there might be thinking at that moment, if this helps one person, then it's worth creating this share. So namaste. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you so much for participating. Thank you to those people who have come to us directly and ask for assistance just as a bounce off, you know, we're always here and enjoy your journey and happy aligning and creating your space. Namaste from the Buddha Hub and Ganesh. Bye for now. <laughs>